Welcome to the Lead Tough Not Loud podcast, where we help leaders focus on what's most important, not what's loudest. This is John Hatch with my co-host Adam Pavis. Adam, how are you? Good, man. Good. I'm uh, I'm super stoked. So I got to see the note. I always get to see the notes ahead of time, which you know I'm privy to some yeah. pre-release information. But when I saw today's subject specifically, I was pretty stoked. I'm excited to to dive into this and talk about it more. Good. I am excited about it too. And I'm glad we feel the same way because what we're going to talk about today is something that I believe if it's practiced well, can help organizations become healthy and create really good culture within organizations, businesses, and companies. Mm. And so what we're going to talk about is candor. That's an interesting, I mean, like I know, I know what the word means, but... (laughs) It's it's okay. not something you hear people use all the time. I think it's yeah. It's not even necessarily an older term. It's just not as popular of a term that yeah. people would use, especially in the leadership arenas and when it comes to this kind of a topic specifically. Yep. So it's true <laughs> for all the, not, the all the other millennials out there who are not as up with the times as I am. Why don't you explain? <laughs> What candor is like, I guess just give kind of the, the flyover definition. Like what is it? Yeah. yeah. Let's like talk about candor. Yeah. Specifically what, what you're, where you're coming at it from, what, what you're gotcha. considering candor in this yes. specific scenario. Okay. Gotcha. Great idea. I think that's a good place to start. And it is like, cause to your point, it is something that isn't talked a lot about, um, or really talked about as something that is a part of an organizational culture. Mm, yeah. Um, but it is something that if used well, and if understood well, can be very beneficial. So yeah, I agree. We should define it because of that very fact. Um, so candor is a quality of being open and honest in expression or being frank. Mm. So really, you know, it's kind of being direct and honest in conversation and expression when you're talking with somebody or with somebody's maybe a group of people. Um, and it's typically a good thing. Candor is a good thing, um, but it's only good when it comes from a different, when it comes from a specific approach, I should say, and that is an approach of care. So Uh. candor is good when it comes from care. Um, So that's what it is, you know, and a lot of times I like to talk about when we talk about certain topics or issues and leadership, I like to talk about what something is, but I also like to talk about what it's not so that you, there's really good clarity of understanding of what we are talking about and what we're not talking yeah. about, which is something that it's a good leadership practice, you know, to make sure, make sure you do that. Um, cause a lot of times people can, you can give the definition of something to somebody and they might not fully understand it. But when you say, well, here's what I'm not saying, or here's what I'm not meaning when I say this, then a lot of times that brings clarity yeah. to somebody because sometimes words have mean different things for different people, which is a whole nother episode topic we yeah, could probably talk about yeah, too. Right. So that's what candor is, right? Being direct, being honest in expression, being frank, um, and coming at it from an approach of care towards people and towards those you're leading. But what it's not is brutal honesty. Brutal honesty is candor without care. Um, and brutal honesty, in my opinion, is rarely a good thing. Ah, Okay. So I don't know if you agree with that. I don't know if you disagree with that. It's like a chef Gordon Ramsay vibe. That's like not your, that's not candor for you. No. Okay. I don't. I I love it when he calls people donuts. I'm just going to let you know that (laughs) right now. (laughs) I live for those. 
for those gotcha. moments. Yeah. Uh, okay. And so, he is a great example of brutally honest. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I would. You rarely yeah. walk away from him <laughs> reviewing someone's restaurant or their food or whatever it is thinking, man, I didn't quite get what he meant by like, <laughs> you're, you usually leave the situation yes. in your mind going, man, I don't think he liked that very much. Yes. Like, you know, right away. But again, there's also a reason why a lot of those people leave crying. Like there's two kind of common denominators there. We know what he meant. But the people are usually crying. So yeah. you can kind of see yeah. where those worlds collide. But that's okay. That's a, that's a really good example you brought up. So mm-hmm. he is a really good example. And of he is very candid. Mm-hmm. I yeah. would say like he's he's kind of definition of you know being you know candid with people, but and I think this is where you know we're going to talk about this you know a little bit and he would say that he's showing care. Yeah. Right. Because he's like I care about you enough to tell you to be mm-hmm. brutally honest with you and let you know that you're a donut. <laughs> yeah <laughs> or or what you're doing is horrible right yeah and so you need to fix it and he gets his point across by screaming and yelling a lot of times cursing mm. um you know which can be interpreted by a lot of people as not caring yeah right but i think he would say at the heart of what he's trying to do he's showing care. He's caring enough about somebody to totally. help them change and help them see what's really going on yeah so which is candor but I think it's a little overboard, in my opinion. Yeah. You no, know, it's a little overboard. So, so here, when I, this was the other aspect, and I didn't tell you about this question ahead of time because I just bring them on you last minute, see how you react. It's all good. But when I was reading through this, everything makes sense. And I feel like I might have an idea of what your answer is going to be to this question specifically. But what, just before we move on, where do you, especially maybe when you're working with different people or different organizations, whatever it is, if it's one-on-one leadership or if it's like, you know, manager or CEO leadership, like entire teams and companies like that, where's the line in the sand between like, so if I'm having a conversation with you and you and I are having a, and I'm like, Oh, I need to be, I need to really kind of just be transparent with him and kind of cut to the point. And I need to be honest so we can grow and we can move forward. Where's the line between, Oh, he was like, you know, he was speaking open and honest and I felt cared for. And, and this guy's a jerk. Like, because I feel like that line is like a hair's thickness. It's wide. a very fine line, in all honesty. I think it, I think it is. I think it can be. And we'll talk about like what helps that line, helps define that line. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll talk about that here in a second. But I do think, I do think it is a fine line. And I think um, you know, yeah, like where you know, somebody who's just brutally honest, somebody t- comes to me and tells me, Hey, I'm gonna be brutally honest with you. I'm gonna be like, mm. How about you just be candid with me? Mm. Like, you know, I don't need to be beat up right now. Most people don't need to be beat up. So when you say I'm going to be brutally honest, the word brutal's in there. The word brutal is in there. Yeah. And that, that portrays like that portrays like this is going to hurt. This isn't going to be fun. Yeah. And not that candor is always fun. A lot of times it's not, but when somebody just comes and like speaks their mind or is brutally honest, or I just say it like it is right. You can say what you <laughs> like, you can just say what you feel, but it doesn't mean that you're going to build, you know, a good relationship with somebody. If you're just going to speak your mind, like, and if you, if you're going to do that at the expense of that, then you're making that decision to do that. Candor used appropriately when it comes with a, 
with an approach of care is powerful in my opinion. I've seen it be powerful in organizations and in groups and in even in my own relationships and in stuff, whether work relationships, family relationships, friendships as well too. Um, candor that I'm, I'm candid with somebody and somebody is candid with me. Um, you know, and so, but yeah, I think, I think it's really important to understand, understand that approach, that approach of care. So, yeah, I agree. I think, I think we all have, well, I mean, think through it though. The, the most important friendships, or I would say maybe the, the closest, tightest ones, even work friendships and work relationships that you have seems like the ones where you can go to someone and say, Hey, I I don't appreciate this or I'm feeling, you know, even if it's not the person's fault, maybe this isn't like a a one-to-one issue type of thing. But if you can go to those people and say, I'm feeling worn out, I'm feeling tough. Can I get your advice? Or, and let, and let that person be like, Hey, it's not, this isn't a company thing. This is a you thing. And you don't feel like that was a personal attack. Those are really strong relationships. Those help you grow. Those help you move forward. And when you have that back and forth to where you can have that with someone and they can have that with you, where you're also able to be in that driver's seat and tell them, Hey, I don't think you're doing as much as you could or as well as you could in this area. And I care about you and I want to see this succeed. I think those are some of the strongest friendships we have when they are candid and when they are eye level and transparent. And that's what builds culture. And that's what, you know, when you have those in a work setting, you have those in another group setting, whatever it is, right. That's what builds, that's what builds culture. Yeah. I think, and that's the difference between the difference between that and somebody like Gordon Ramsay situation. Yeah. He doesn't necessarily know those people, right. If he comes into a situation and it's like they're meeting from the first time, they kind of know who he is by his reputation and what they've seen right on television. And so, but he doesn't have that relationship with him. So, and he only has a certain amount of time. So he comes in and says, and he knows, I'm going to tell you like it is because I don't have time to waste with you. Yeah. Right. And so I, that's really the context of that, which to that extent, man, there's a lot of appreciation there. Right. But that relationship's not also, is also not going to be ongoing with him. It's like, hey, here's what you need to fix. Here's what you need to change. Get it right. Get it straight. Right. Yeah. Good luck. You know? And I think to that point, the relationship isn't there. Because it ends. So that's also why, you know, and, and, but he's saying the things that really everybody else is thinking and everybody else is feeling for the most part, which is what makes what he does so popular and which makes it sell, you know, but when we talk about, I love it. Yes. I get to watch chaos unfold and I don't have to be involved in it. He's like, man, (laughs) it sucks for you guys. You like to watch people cry. Oh yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's like, it's awesome. It's how I fall asleep at night. Yeah. Another thing we'll talk about some of the time. It's fine. That's (laughs) not a podcast. That's just a one-on-one. Yeah. (laughs) But the candor, when candor becomes a part of a culture and it becomes, but it's with this approach of care, right? Because I can tell you something, I can be brutally honest with you, but I'm going to have to see you tomorrow. (laughs) <laughs> right. Yeah. So like, Unless it's Friday, you know, and you get- all of a sudden, like if I'm brutally honest and I've hurt you then because I didn't really show care, I just told you like it is. and I don't really care now about what you think of me. I have to, but I have to continue to work with you. I yeah. have to be with you the next day and then the next week and then so on and so forth. And so that's why candor needs to come from this approach of care and you got to be really careful with it. But when you do it well, man, it can do exactly what you said. It can develop amazing relationships within, within a workplace and within an organization, within a team. And when that happens, great things are on the horizon mm-hmm. for that team and organization. Yeah. So it's it's funny because a couple of thoughts here. First of all, it's an this is an interesting topic, especially with someone who's 
comes from the art and design world is the amount of just like unfiltered feedback that you'll get on something that you've worked really, really hard on. Oh, I bet. It's just, yeah. it's insane. You have to build up thick skin and you almost have to, you almost have to find welcome and room and like make a space for tough feedback, mm. like tough information that comes back in. Um, yeah. The amount of stuff that I've worked on and been like, this is it. This checks every single box and you either read the email or sometimes you're in person, like face to face with these people, mm. like the client and they will just rip it apart. And you're like, wow, I was <laughs> way off on this. So it's yeah. an, it's an interesting thing to hear that that's actually a leadership trait and not just a good designer in your quotes where it's mm. like, Oh, you're just, you can take criticism. Well, this is actually like a leadership trait. So that, that was really encouraging. Yeah. I, um, I think, I think what we're kind of, what you're explaining here is that there, there's a, um, almost a utilitarian aspect to candor when it comes, when it comes to work, when it comes to teams, when it comes to this stuff. So that would be why in, from what kind of the, the, the framework you're building is that's, that's the benefit. That's why candor is so good in these kinds of situations. Um, it, it almost builds in an aspect of like cutting straight to the point, like speed, like Mm -hmm. getting things done quicker. Which is, which is why candor is good. It's mm-hmm. one of the one of the reasons why candor is good is because it, it 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 it's faster. It's just faster, right? Yeah. When when you don't beat around the bush with somebody, when you don't like kind of you know, when you just say, Hey, this is what I think we need to do, or this is what I'm thinking, you know, or this is what I'm feeling, or and you're honest and you're frank and you're direct, you save so much time and things become more efficient, right? And in a lot of organizations, time is money. Yeah. So yeah. if if leaders get to the point where they're so worried about about either hurting feelings or trying to figure out like how do I say this without like you know you know without making somebody feel like they need to quit or something like that, then, yeah. You know, yeah. Those are all good things, and we talk a lot about in our podcast episodes. We talk about a lot responsibility, right, and caring for people. Mm-hmm. So, but candor. You know, a lot of times we can we can go to the extreme of like worrying too much that we we waste time. True. And yeah. and really leadership, we have to learn how to be candid with care so that we can become more efficient. Mm-hmm. Because can candor is just faster. So it's one reason why it's good. The other reason um, that it's good is because candor actually is showing care. So we don't get better as people. We don't grow. We don't develop if we don't really know how we need to grow and develop. And the only way we know how we need to grow and develop a lot of times is other people telling us in what areas and being honest with us, being frank with us, being direct and saying, Hey, this is something I feel like you need to work on. And, and so candor is care because you're telling somebody you're caring enough about somebody that you're willing to tell them the areas they need to grow in. Right. Yeah. Because you want them to grow. You want them to develop. You want them to get better. You want their restaurant to succeed. Like, you know what I <laughs> yeah. mean? Like, yeah. Which so, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So candor, candor is care. It's faster and it's caring. Yeah. And those are two leadership qualities that need, that leaders need to have. And when you can do that, man, you're, you're on your way to building a really good culture and healthy culture. So I, I mean, I couldn't agree more with the idea of it being faster. I love I mean, I love a good run, a good runway for a project that I'm working on. I love if there's um, not like a physical runway. Like if you give me more breathing room to finish something, yeah. generally you'll get time. Yeah. You'll get more out of it. We'll, we'll do, I'll be able to do a, a more complete 
process and job for you on that front. But um, just speed, being able to just, like I tell people now when I send them reviews, like brand brand reviews when I'm sending them something, I tell them every time it's like standard at this point, just tell me 100% what you think the minute you see it. If you need time to sit on it and then come back with some feedback, that's fine. You're not going to hurt my feelings. Hmm. I'm not emotionally attached to this to this, what we're looking at right now. Like, just tell me, yeah. because honestly, give me your, your kind, but straight to the point feedback. And I can go make those changes quickly. And we can yeah. move on with everything from here. But because it, time is money, right? Right. Well, especially yeah. for them. Yeah. Yeah. In that scenario. Yeah. And most people, and they for do, you. a lot of them do great. I've had, a, I've had a handful in the past where I'm like, yikes, that was, that was a lot. You really, yeah. Spun the handle there and open the <laughs> open like, the floodgates. Is there tissues? <laughs> yeah, it was more like a Gordon Ramsay kind of moment. But yeah, um, but so I guess so. Here, here's kind of a we're kind of wrapping this up. Here's a question for you: Is it seems like there's almost two sides? It's like candor is right down the middle, and you either have the one side that you talked about, where people, you know, it's like I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. I don't want to step on toes. I don't want to mm-hmm. rock the boat. Um, I don't want people not to like me, which honestly is a, it's a valid thing. You want your team to like you so that you can lead people who are willing to follow what you're doing. So mm-hmm. that makes sense. But there is another side and it almost seems like there's no fader. You're either an on off switch. Like there is no like in between the other side is people who come in right off the bat and it's, it's almost like they hit that, that breaking point. They become brutally honest and then it's almost like becomes part of their identity. And it's like, well, I have to do that every time now moving forward because that's what people expect of me. That's how I built my leadership. So my question is, can you walk back from the extreme, from the Gordon Ramsay side, or can you walk up to the middle ground from almost being too soft or being too harsh? How, what yeah. would you recommend to get someone to be so back here, to the middle? How do you retrain your teams? And yeah, here's one thing I would just say to that, that I think this is probably the most important thing when it comes to candor. Um, candor is more impactful and received better from someone who is trusted. Oh, there's that so, trust, that trust hook again. Yeah. yeah. It, it trust, trust with others has to be a major goal for leadership. It just, it really does. Like if you want to be candid with your people, you've got to earn and build trust with them. And sometimes that comes through candor, mm-hmm. right? But you got to figure out and you've got to, um, kind of discern like when to say things, when not to say things and when to say too much or, you know, hold back a little bit. You have to do that as a leader. That's what makes leadership tough. Yeah. There's no way around it. You know, we talk about leadership being tough. It is. And we're not, we're going to be candid on our podcast and we're going to say leadership is tough. It is Mm -hmm. not going to say that, Hey, you know, it's going to take time to build that trust. Right. So you can continue to be candid with your people in order to help them grow. And you also have to learn how to build enough trust with your people that they can be candid with you. Yeah. And I think that's really, trust is a major, major thing. And one of the things though that builds builds trust with four leaders and four leadership is your character and all those character factors, right? That's why we talk about none of this stuff happens in a vacuum. Uh, when it comes to leadership, that it all affects each other. So well, you, it's like at that point, you kind of need people to be candid with you in order to develop, like even outside of your organization or outside of your team. I don't really want to go to the people whose paychecks I sign and be like, what do you think of me as a boss? Pretty sure I know what the answer is going to be. <laughs> oh, you're amazing. This is great. Cause none of them want, I mean, no one's going to be like, well, yep. 
I mean, you're kind of garbage. Like they, they want to protect There's self-preservation built in with that. But if I can go to someone like you, who's not on my team, who's not in my, you know, in my immediate company or my immediate project that I'm in, you can tell me honestly, Hey, this is what you're saying. And this is what I'm seeing. And I think this is where change needs to happen. Yeah. And I'm like, that's probably the reality because he doesn't have any other context around this. He's yeah. just seeing. Yeah. And that's, that's honest. a really good point. I would even say though, what's even more powerful is if people who do, who you do lead, if they do feel like safe enough to be able to be candid with you, yeah, you've gotten into something really powerful. Yeah. And I think you're on your way to building an amazing culture within your organization. But again, all of these things work together to your point. All these things work together, right? You build trust through you, through your candor and candor, you know, is important, you know, to build healthy organizations. So, so last question, just to wrap this up nice with a bow here, because we, what we've kind of covered so far and what, what we were just talking about is you always need different levels of, of candor and different levels of, um, openness with different people. So I know there's certain people where it's like, man, I don't think anything you could say could ever pierce that person's skin. Like they are, like they're in this to win this. They're fine. I can be very open and very transparent. There's other people where the slightest comment seems to really bum them out or make them upset or make them, you know, cry or, or the emotions seem to be much more surface level at that point. So you need to be conscious of that as you're working with your teams, kind of figuring out who, who falls into what category. And you can't basically, it's not a one size fits all. You can't just be like, this is how I'm going to be open and honest. I'm just going to use that on everybody because it might be too much for Mm -hmm. some people to handle. So when you're starting this for our, for our listeners, when people are starting this out, Hey, I'm going to work on this next week. Would you recommend, does it come in phases? Would you say like, Hey, with your whole team, find some smaller opportunities where you can kind of be candid, kind of work some of that in and kind of help them understand that there's a little bit of change coming, dial that up while you kind of feel out who's, who can take what basically, and then move on from there. Or is it better to just like rip the bandaid off fast and just kind of change, change the scene? Yeah, that's a good question. I would, I would start as a leader. If you're trying to build this within your, within your team organization culture, I would give them the opportunity to be candid first. Okay. I would like ask questions if it's about a project or it's about something like, Hey, how's everybody feel about this? You know, let's just stop for a second. Like, is everybody okay with what direction this is headed? You know, like ask questions like that, give them opportunity to be candid first. That's going to build tons of trust, you know, take some huge steps in that area, but it also allow opens the door for you to come back and say later, Hey, you know, you told me this we're heading this direction. I kind of need you to step up here or maybe I need you to think about this a little bit differently. So I would, I would say just take that step and let them give the opportunity for them to be honest, frank, direct, you know, first is a great first step to take. Hey, thanks for listening. We know your time is valuable. So we hope this episode was valuable to you. For more information about Lead Tough Not Loud, visit leadtough.com.